Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I get lost in your words. It feels so good when I'm hurt. Take my mind off of the pain. Love when the beat takes me away with only good music. Oh, 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 with only good music. Something about the things you say stays in my mind. Makes me wanna sit down and listen to you. I listen all night. Melody, the arrangement. My body goes so crazy. I tell the beat, man, I love the beat. It's the way the music comes over me. The emotions I get, I won't fight. Sometimes the music gets sure to make you cry, then dry your eyes. You know, when the music is the way you can hide. But I, I get lost in your words, it feels so good when I'm hurt. Take my mind off of the pain Love when the beat takes me away With only good music Oh, oh, oh With only good music I tell Rihanna, please don't stop the music Cologne strum my pain with the fingers I could really use it Quiet storms full of purple rain My Sharia more lovely as a summer day I'll let the whispers follow Marvin Gaye In my headphones till the music starts to fade away I give away my brown sugar for a bit of pop If love really was a bullet, I'd have took the shot Yeah, uh Now would you buy me a drink just to take me home? Put your game in a song just to make me moan I like my Robin pick me alone A thug album, triple shots, that's the trace I get lost in your words so good when I'm hurt, take my mind off of the pain. Love when the beat takes me away with only good music. Oh, 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 with only good
Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to each and every one of you, wherever you are listening in this world. I am, of course, this morning we have technical difficulties because it doesn't appear that some of our sound bites are working, but we are here and we're going to keep it moving. Why? Because the show must go on. Welcome, welcome to another session of Focus Females Global Chat Cafe here on the Saturday Morning Motivation Show on the Healing Through Her Die Talk Radio Network. I am Dr. C, and I'm here with Shauna G, and today is open chat. We are going to jump right into our program. It seems really quiet here. <laughs> Without our sound bites. Um, uh, there's one I can hear. Okay, great. So we're going to jump right into our program today. It's open chat. We have a lot to talk about and go over. Um, some of the upcoming discussions are the Tyler Perry movie, fa- movie Fallen from Grace, um, the review of that. Um, some questions from some of our listeners and some prayer requests have come in as well. But before we get started, as always, I want to say thank you to all of you, all of the places all over the world who continue to support us week after week, month after month, year after year. So again, Let's um, just jump right into that. A special shout out to the United States of America, Canada, Mexico, Mexico, Brazil, Chile, Algeria, Saudi Arabia, Kenya, South Africa, Spain, France, the United Kingdom, Germany, Sweden, Romania, Greece, Turkey, Russia, Pakistan, India, Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, Malaysia. Indonesia, Australia, New Zealand, the Philippines, South Korea, Japan, China, Trinidad and Tobago, Macau, Denmark, and Jamaica. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for all of your continued support. Shauna, your mic is hot. As always, let me get over here to our show chat room. For those of you, I see the numbers. Um, that you're here, so you're listening through um, your devices without being logged on under username. If you want to join our conversation, you'd have to do it on air. Our number is 646 And as always, I see Sheba. Sheba B is in the room. Sean is over in our show chat room, and we do have several people who are listening to the players without being uh, under a logged-on screen name. So welcome to you as well, and welcome to all of you who will be listening to the replay. I'm going back over here. The option to press one and join is not working because your mic is already hot, Shauna. You have been on for a while, so you can't press one because you're already live. <laughs> well, I hope you didn't hear me over here singing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, that okay, would have been a treat. Oh, 
um, yeah. Usually when you jump on, if the music's playing, I automatically um, bring your mic on live. Okay. Um, I believe Shiva <laughs> B is on the line. If you want to join our conversation, she, um, I'm having me a problem today. If she, and it came out, and then I was going to say sis, and it came out almost like I was trying to say a bad word. Say but different. <laughs> I'm having a moment today, people. So <laughs> this is open chat for a reason. OMG. Um, so, Sheba, if you want to join our chat, press the number one on your phone. You should be able to press the number one on your phone, and we will bring you on air. And as I said, to those of you who are over in listening to us through the players, if you want to join us for our conversation today, please um, call in 646-478-4726, then press the number one on your phone, and I will bring you on air. Today is, as we said, open chat, where anything and everything goes within reason and respect. And I don't know about you, Shauna, but of course, people have sent me all types of things this week. Uh, and one of the things that I want to start off with is someone said, why did I do shout outs um, to all of the different countries and provinces and people who, oh my gosh, Allie B is on people. Allie B is in the house. I see she <laughs> just joined over in our show chat room. Um Allie B. did leave an editorial for the day, and hers was about Tyler Perry and um, the differences and opinions of his new movie, Fallen from Grace. Allie B., if you want me to read that, you let me know, or, again, you can call in and read your editorial yourself. Just let me know. Um, let's see. Who else? Let me go back over here because people are talking to me all over the place today. But, um, Shada, if you have anything that you would like to um, start off with, go ahead, because people are really popping this morning, and I am on several um, communication devices trying to respond to everyone and take down their questions and comments. So, <laughs> and now, I tell you. So, I'm glad. Uh, now, I did watch the, I watched the movie. But one of the topics that um, something that came up just yesterday, actually just last evening, I was um, at the salon and, you know, how talk goes on at the salon. And, you know, I just sit back and listen and, uh-huh. you know, chime in here and there. But one of the things that I was listening to um, someone say was pretty much when is pretty much when do you stop hurting? And it, so I, it, it kind of ties into the movie. Because it becomes like, okay, when is enough enough type of thing, <laughs> you know, and when do I take action to move forward? So I'm going to um, try to weave that in uh, with some of the comments I heard um, in, yeah. in, another conversation, in another conversation, and we said we're going to make this a topic one day, and we're, we don't have to dive deep into it, but, there, you know, it was a talk about relationships and, you know, the genuineness of people um, in a relationship, and um, there was a gentleman visiting one of the stylists and she, and you know, it kind of came up like pretty much when good men get used and then the damage that, you know, right. that causes to that, to that person, to the man. Right. Um, and I was just like, Oh, this has, we have to talk about this on the show. <laughs> like it has to, because there's um, just listening to that and just, you know, listening to other people. Um, a lot of people get used. 
and that causes a lot of damage, and they don't think it's a lot um, baggage is being added to their suitcase or, you know, more laundry and clothing is being right. added into their um, baggage, but it is. And then it rolls over to the next woman who may have just come, you know, got through her healing, <laughs> and boom, she's right. right back in it again. So, um, yeah, I just want to kind of tie it all in, and those are two things that stood out to me just last night from the salon talk. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm going to actually add that into our show um, notification for the day because we're going back to the Tyler Perry issue because that is a hot, hot, hot topic. Yes. And um, let me go back over there and do that while we're getting set up here because um, I get the storyline, and he was on to something that could have been really great, but then Mm – he just went off the rails by presenting it in a half-task, half-ass way. Let's just put it out mm-hmm. there. Um, mm-hmm. And what I want to um, – um, let me just add this over here. I'll do it. Hot topic. Tyler Perry's new movie. Falling from Grace. I'll just put that in there. How about that? Okay. (laughs) So we did that. Added that because this is going to probably take up a good portion of the time because Mm -hmm. the movie itself talks about an issue that is so out here nowadays and in people's face that we really do need to Talk about it, people. We need to talk about it. It's as simple as that. We need to talk about it. So we're going to just jump right into that. I did not hear back from Allie B. So what I'm going to do is go and pull up her piece that she wrote about this um, for our program. Where is it? Mm-hmm. And it's so I can't wait to hear it because there's so many different angles we can approach this conversation about that movie. Exactly. And let me say this to the listeners. This is not necessarily a bash or anything about Tyler Perry or the movie itself. We're going into a specific topic of what the movie was about. And that's where we need to... Uh, focus our attention, but the movie opened up an interesting, interesting um, topic for today for our open mm-hmm. chat. So, so the editorial by Ali B is what we can learn from Tyler Perry, and she goes on to say, whether you love his work or question it, Tyler Perry is here to stay. He made history by being the first African-American to own a film studio. And uh, through the critique of his craft and often harsh and consistent, um, he continues to make power moves, further solidifying his place in American filmmaking history from television series Uh, renewals to Netflix deals. He has a firm grasp on the industry. His audience loves him and his work. 
Recently, he shared in an Instagram video that he has no writer's room. This sparked controversy as some people expressed disappointment that he is not employing up-and-coming writers in Atlanta, where his studio is located. His new film released on Netflix, A Fall from Grace, which was shot completely at his studio, met mixed reviews. Two distinct camps emerged of those who thought it was brilliant and those who thought it was mediocre at best. Regardless of how his work has been received, Perry's meteoric rise should be studied. His vision for his work is clear, and there are many takeaways from his success. From his success. Here are five of them. Number one, dream big. In the beginning, Perry faced obstacles, having to contend with poverty and abuse as a child to living out of his car as an adult. He continued to dream big and see beyond his circumstances. Dream big, even when you're facing challenges. Don't let challenges get in the way of your dreams. Challenges are temporary, okay? Number two, don't give up. In 1992, his first play, I know I've been changed, did not fill the seats as he initially thought. Success was not immediate. Six years later, after its debut, that play would sell out. He didn't jump. He didn't just stop with that play. He went on to write and produce many others. If you want it badly enough, you will work at it even if the rewards aren't instant. Number three, ignore the haters. Let me say that again. Number three, ignore the haters. Call it hate or constructive criticism. Tyler Perry does not let reviews, op-ed pieces, or black Twitter steer him from his course. He knows what he wants to make, so he makes it. He knows his audience and gives them the films and shows they like. People-pleasing will leave you feeling drained and miserable. Don't change just because someone else doesn't like what you're doing. What Perry is doing works for him. Number five, do what you love. Tyler Perry is doing what he enjoys. What do you enjoy doing? When you feel passionate about something, it won't always feel like work. Find something you love and pursue it. So that's the editorial from Allie B today. And one of the things that I love about this piece is the fact that uh, we can talk about ignore the haters all day. I was just talking to someone about the infamous black Twitter, and some people don't even know what black Twitter is. But that's a very influential group. on Twitter, and they, um, if you heard about the Popeyes, if you all remember that, the Popeyes chicken sandwich craze, uh, yeah, black Twitter had a lot to do with starting that. So again, these are the types of things that um, I want us to discuss this today, but before we get too deep, Shauna and all of our listeners, Mm -hmm. we did have some prayer uh, requests for this week. 
So okay. a few people, um, Sister Jennifer, we're praying for her family and her sister. Um, I'm hoping to get with her to get an update on uh, her sister's uh, situation. But, Jennifer, we're keeping you in prayer. And to another uh, individual, she has a major court case coming up. And um, she wants prayer for that. I cannot get into it too deeply because of um, um, the legal battle going on. So we're just going to say she knows who she is, and I know that she'll be listening and um, know that we are keeping her in prayer as well. For those of you who are in the inner circle with our group, I have spoken with you a little bit about um, this case that's coming down. Uh, We'll be doing the expose on this person and her life story and uh, all of the things that led her up to the point of this legal battle now. But again, you'll have to stay tuned for our listeners to find out what this is all about. So her court case is coming up, so we definitely want to keep her in prayer as well. Um, So back to (laughs) the Tyler Perry issue, Shauna. We'll start with that. Mm -hmm. Which where are we on um, <laughs> Which one first? We're going to start with the storyline itself because okay. I think that instead of us getting into all of the inconsistencies in the movie itself, like people eating their food on an air fork and drinking from right. empty cups, we can pick things out of that ourselves that would become, um, you know, stories within themselves. And for all of you who are joining us in the call query, because I have to move some things around so I can see all of the people jumping on, if you want to join our conversation, press the number one on the phone, on your phone. But I want to say this, and I thought about this because when I first began watching the movie, I said, okay, a lot of us have gone through this, and I believe that I've had relationships where the men thought that I was this older, desperate woman who was willing to put up with any and everything, and needless to say, they got their feelings hurt because I'm not the one. So, again, I wanted people to understand that. Uh, and I think that was, that, that's relatable for everybody, not just age, though. Yeah. Period. I mean, yes, right. even though that was a, you know, that, the That's what I was just story. about to say. Yeah, it's yeah. just everybody, every woman who's been hurt. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But we're 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 gonna do it because when you're younger, a lot of times, unless we're truly hurt and we're really lost, a lot of times younger people can bounce back quicker than older women because we're trying to stick to yes. that what he was trying to relay in that particular movie is that older mm-hmm. women and this is what someone once told me, and this was a male, that he went on the prowl for older women because their biological time clocks had fallen off the wall and they're desperate and they're willing to put up with things that most women would not put up with. And So they think, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times um, this is what society has said about older women. And if you talk to a group or a certain demographic of women, a lot of them are afraid of growing old alone. A lot of them need that warm body and the cold beds. Some of them want to have it so that they can show off to their girlfriends and say, my man this and my man that. 
and they're willing to do any and everything to keep a man. But in this particular movie, she was an older woman with a younger man, and I knew right away, being a former writer and uh, being in the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences and doing all of these things, I've seen all types of storylines. I've written a few. I have executive produced, you know, my old show, Entertainment Uncovered. Um, I've done all types of programs. So I knew that either her best friend of a whopping six years was either his secret lover or someone else that they had a connection. And um, the storyline jumped around so much that there was so many things missing in between. We're not going to get into some of the bad props like Tyler Perry's wig. That thing was from, I said, that reminded me of Grady from Sanford and Son. I don't know what that was all about. (laughs) Um, And the way that it just jumped and it missed so many pieces in between. Because we as women, we need to understand something. And I've told this story before that in my last marriage, we were great when we started. It was just like that. I could see all of that in the beginning when he was doing all the right things and they had the old-fashioned dating and walking her home and doing all of that. I could relate to all of that. But then the same thing happened. Once you say, I do, suddenly... You have a stranger in your midst. And this is where the problems start for so many women. So, ladies, this is what I want us to talk about right now, Shauna. Maybe we could start off here. What are you willing to put up with? And when do you know? And when did you know? Did you feel something in your gut was wrong, even though it seemed so right? And if you did. You wanted it to be right. (laughs) Correct. That's even better. Mm -hmm. You wanted it to be right, you know. What are your thoughts on that, ladies, especially those of you, because there's quite a few of you today in the chat room as well as um, online, and some of you are listening and sending me private messages. I'm loving this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So I'm jumping around today because it's evident that open chat has opened up a can of worms and several other cans of something. So um, I'm going to let Shauna start this off because, and we're going to be going back and forth between those of you in the, hey, Bonita, how are you? And uh, Sheba is quiet right now, Um, but she's here as well. And I have some people on the road. Hello to Charlotte. She's on the road. She said she's listening in while she's driving, so safe travels to you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes, traveling mercies going on there. Um, Again, oh, wow, where do we begin with this, Shauna? Shauna, Well, I mean, you you said, you know, like, you know, where being a woman, uh, you know, a slightly older woman, 40, 50, 60, you know, pick your age just out of the the normal, traditional, young marriage age. You know, you had someone, uh, this this woman, the character, and I forgot her name in it, but you had this woman who was burned. Oh, great. Thank you, girl. You had the woman who, Grace, who was burned by her first husband, you know, her husband who went and, you know, the the classic, oh, he went with the secretary, the young, beautiful secretary or whatever. Um, you know, so she was really, you know, damaged from that as most of us would be. Um, 
and then it becomes, you know, okay, well, I'm still angry about this and I'm bitter about this, you know, but I still want to experience and feel again. And then here comes this young man, you know, and from the jump, she's, you know, at the art studio, you know, it was kind of like she, she knew then, like she's, she's looking at this artwork, right? Remember the, what was it? A, I forget which, what yeah. the picture was, but something of Ethiopia or something like that. She's looking at this picture and she instantly can tell, like it was, you know, because she studied that culture, she instantly knew who possibly would have created the artwork. And then it was like, oh, well, no, it's this person here, Shannon or whatever. And it was like, oh, so maybe there's multi-dimensions to this person, and I'm going to ignore my first thought. So I'm going to put that to the side, and now I'm fascinated because he threw me for a loop. And how many of us at some point, or we know someone, a female at some point, was like, they first said something, but it was like, oh, well, that threw me for a loop. Well, let's, let's follow the rabbit over here now. So that's what she did. And, you know, he courted her. And he knew that older women, you just can't go in there and say, you know, honk your horn and say, hey, babe, get in the car. So he did the courting, like, you you know, you mentioned the walking home, you know, walking her home and, you know, even asking to come in versus, you know, insisting and pushing his way through the door. Um, and she thought he, he courted her to a level where she was. And that's what a lot of con artists do. Or, you know, they, they find these women, and whether it be older or a hurt woman, and they say, well, let me feed that hurt. Let me feed what she's missing. And we just, oh, my goodness, and we take it in because we want it to be real. And then we ignore those signs like she did at that art gallery. And she fell in love with a fantasy until he stole her money. <laughs> Got her fired, and not just. Let me just even back up before we even got to the fire thing. You know when what was what was it when he was sitting in the chair? I think he was talking on the phone at night, and she came uh-huh. down to find him. She could hear him on the phone, and he told he gave her his rules about not ever being, don't ever question me. And what was this other one? It was like don't quite ever question me or something else. And she was just like, oh. Okay, but I just miss you. I was like, girl, get a backbone. <laughs> That's your house, you know. Really? And how many times have we, or someone we know, because sometimes we don't look like to think it's us, how many times have we allowed someone to, you know, stand and take their stand, stand their ground, and we crumble to their request? When we know deep in our hearts, in the belly of our soul, that what they're doing is wrong or requesting is wrong. But we, we, we want that fantasy and we don't want to let that go because we don't want to look stupid again because we just right. broke up with someone or we just went through something. So if I, you know, go back and tell my best girlfriend, you know, oh, it didn't work out, whatever, whatever, I'm going to look dumb and I'm going to look like I've just, you know, and we don't want that. And I don't want to be alone. I'll tolerate it because I don't want to be alone because we don't know our right. worth. Girl, this I, I actually, right. you know, taking away all that extra stuff you mentioned, you know, I like the movie and the fact that they put it together and don't quote me on this, but they said like what five days or something. It was put together. Yeah, really like quickly. five it, days. Yeah, and I was just like, you know, and I understand he has resources, you know, afforded to him that he could have done things differently, like put coffee in the coffee cup, but 
take away that because that's so that has nothing to do with the storyline. I think it was a, I like the movie myself because it was relatable as to what our audience can relate to healing through hurt. Exactly. Exactly. And one one thing that I'm I'm picking pieces of what you said because when you get into that movie and people, there's going to be a lot of spoiler alerts in this, so if you haven't seen it, it's okay. Just watch it anyway, because trust me, you're either going to love it or you're not. But me, I'm sitting here picking apart the production of it and the storyline, because when she was at the art gallery and she was talking to him about the she, and he said, what makes you think that it's a she? Well, because of the this and that. And then further down, we figure out that, it was indeed. Now, I don't know if too many people caught that, but all of those pieces were done by a she. Did you catch that part? Okay, so you know I'm on mute. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so you said the deed? <laughs> yes, absolutely. But do you because that's how the step, it was her. <laughs> that best friend. <laughs> No, 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 no. Which part? What are you no, saying? it wasn't the best friend. The photographs that say? she was looking at that artwork in the art oh, gallery. No, it was that woman at the, the end. Photograph that, um, that was living in. It was the one who jumped. Yes, it was the right? one who yes. jumped. So she was mm-hmm. right. She knew that that work came from a woman. She knew right, that. That's what I said. So yeah. there's mm-hmm. so many. Yeah, there's so many dynamics to this. People, I'm telling you this, to say that, you have to go into any relationship with your eyes wide open and not wide shut. And you Mm -hmm. have to really start to check the credentials of people. Unfortunately, we're living in a day and time where you have to check the the credentials because that man had stolen that woman who jumps life. He stole her Mm -hmm. work. He convinced all of these people that that work belonged to him. And we didn't catch that until the very end, that, yes, indeed, that work was not his. And now how did he get to the point? Now, this should have been a serious cerebral movie, not just made for Netflix. This should have been Mm -hmm. something that Tyler could have really expanded upon because there's so many things here that he could have brought to light to help people to understand that I see you. I know what you're going through. Because that mm-hmm. right there, I picked pieces of that from my personal life. And I said, but then he just kind of dropped the ball and went from there. He just totally went off the rails and started jumping too much and everything that he could have said became lost in translation because now you have to check to see if they have my goodness you had again I think a few weeks ago I don't know if it was when we started working together or prior but many mm-hmm. many many moons ago I think it was Saturday night live they had this whole thing where the lady was out on a blind date and she met the guy and um and she had her girlfriend strategically located, and somehow she made sure that he cut his finger. She got his blood sample, and then she snuck oh, it to goodness. the other girlfriend, <laughs> got out to the lab. 
to make sure that he didn't have any diseases or stuff so that the, if she wanted to go out and spend the night, it would be all okay. It was hilarious. But nowadays you have to, you have to see where are you working? Do you have a real mm-hmm. job? Do you have um, a car, a home that's yours that you're not sharing with the real person who's paying all of the expenses? Is that mm-hmm. car you're driving, is that car yours? If you're driving someone else's car, do you have a driver's license that's valid? Do you have do you have insurance? Do you have anything to bring to the table that's really bona fide your property that you've mm-hmm. worked for? These are a lot of things that nowadays we have to know what we're getting into. And if mm-hmm. we find out that everything that we thought was real is not, what are we going to do about it? Are we that desperate where we're going to compromise our own respect and dignity just to have that extra body that we we have to take care of? Right. You know, the, it never, what did he bring to the table? You know, was he Charm. helping to pay That's anything? He, what did he bring? Let's let's think about that. What did he bring? Charm. Think about it. Think about it. What did he he bring rekindled to the a little fire. That's it. He charmed. You know, he, he rekindled he, he the fire. He gave her the fairy tale. Mhm. Mhm. And how many I, times I, I have we? How many times have we? Mm-hmm. We meaning again, whoever listening. How many times have we compromised ourselves just for that warm touch? That lasts a minute or two. Yep. You know, and it becomes, and we're right back at it, like, oh, he, he, we feel good now. Oh, he cares. And then we get emotionally, you know, in, you know, intertwined again, deeper and deeper. And then it becomes, you know, when we, she knew what was, she knew in her gut what was going on. Like she, when she started putting pieces together, she knew from the picture something wasn't right, but she didn't want to believe it. Because after all, she even said, you know, I'm I'm older. You know, this is like people think like this is my last chance at love. You know, and that may not really be true. That may not be the case. You know, it's just because you're boxing yourself into what society says. You have to be married by this and that date. Or if you're not married by this time, you know, call it a wrap in this lifetime. You know, love is available every day right. of our lives if we choose it. So. It was when she, the, the scene where, you know, they were firing her, you know, and she played like, I don't believe this is happening. And, you know, oh, my goodness. And, you know, her, that best friend, oh, my goodness, that best friend, I want to reach through and just choke her out. Because how many times, and I'm, I'm sorry, I just jumped topics, um, family. But how many times have we put our trust in someone, whether it's been a family member, a friendship, a colleague, whatever? You put your your trust in someone. You've given them your whole life passcode. Like here it is, your your heart, all your vulnerabilities, and you never vetted them because they're your friend or they're your family member, and they're the ones that are sitting there plotting against you to take you down. How heartbreaking could, can that be to know that someone you trusted was the one that took everything that you ever shared and used it against you? Yes, so there's exactly. So, there's so many messages within this movie 
They, mm-hmm. We can talk for hours, hours. Exactly, and we may very well end up doing that. And hello to Fidelio Bob. Hello. How are things over there in Australia? It's Australia, isn't it? I believe um, Bob is over in Australia. So I hope that um, things are settling down over there. Bob, if you are here and you can respond, let us know how things are uh, in your area because we've been watching that and praying for you all and seeing what's going on there. So we have Bob joining us, and I believe he's over in Australia. So, yes, there he is. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello. (laughs) Oh, wow, today, Bob, we are talking about older women, younger men, and um, a movie by uh, Tyler Perry uh, that had come out recently that has people really up in arms over the storyline of it and how a lot of women, older women, are willing to um, compromise. Uh, so we're we're talking about that right now, but Bob, if you could tell us what's going on in your area, let us know how things are, and if you're safe and people that you know and love are safe, uh, that would be great as well, because the day is open chat. So we're going to be jumping around in all types of things, but... Um, Um, uh, I'm I'm over here doing so some other part, things. Okay, no, that's no problem. <laughs> but, so, what part should we um dive into next? Um, um, we, we are. Um, oh, and I even part, thought about. Go ahead. Mm-hmm, go ahead. I um another part was when he said something when she said you told everything. Number one, I wanted to know. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. I'm not going to give all of my personal identifications to anyone. I'm not going to do that. Not going to happen, period, people. Not going to happen. How he got all of that is another question that needed to be answered. Secondly, um, and when he said, well, you know, the laws of this state, do you know them? This is mine and that's mine. Ladies, Learn the laws of right. your state. If you don't right. know, contact us. Trust me, I will give you all of <laughs> the resources you. <laughs> you need. Because Cause there are some states I will never move to after I, you know, after I learned right. what their um, marital laws were. Nope. <laughs> right. Right. And it's it's just, mm-mm. you need to know where you are. And what your rights are beforehand. You need to know how to protect your assets beforehand. Let me tell you something. In most states, and we're going to talk a little bit of law right now. Bottom line is simple. What was yours before you said I do in most states remains yours until you choose to add that person to your home. You add that person to that bank account. Now, When you get into bank accounts, what was yours before you got married does stay yours in many states, but, 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 the money that you're making when you work, if you're still putting that into that account, now that money from that point beyond becomes communal property. In many states, not all, you have to see the laws in your state. So you need to know what you're doing. So I want you to understand this. This is about, I think that maybe it could have been even a strategic part 
on Tyler's group to present this movie that way because, as you can see, it leads us to a lot of conversation. Um, right now, we're going to break away from this for a second, and I want to read what Bob is writing in our show chat room because, as I said, he's over in Australia, and um, he writes that it was scary for a few months, but the skies are clear now, and it's been raining for the past week. So he gets a sense of the phoenix rising. And I saw something the other day, Bob, where they were already showing that plants and things are breaking through in the forest. So I'm always amazed by how such devastation can lead to almost immediate brand new life. And Bob says the bushfires have devastated over 90 million hectares of land. Not sure how many fires are still burning down south. And what is it, NSW and Victoria? But um, Mm -hmm. I'm glad to see that the um, that the fires are starting to uh, go out now, and life is coming back. And I hope that that um, they will be on amends as a people and an area uh, very soon. So we're going to go back to, oh, did you see what he said? Our native flora fire to regenerate. And that's evident. I believe it. Mm -hmm. I saw it. Mm -hmm. They had the most beautiful pictures of all of this new vegetation growing out of the ground. I said, look at that. Among all of that devastation, here comes such beauty that's breaking through. So it's just absolutely amazing, amazing. And, Bob, it's so and good to see of, you. Thank you for joining us. But just think of what, he, you know, how, what you just, Bob shared and what you just shared about how the fire had to cause devastation to bring out this beauty. And not to take make it about us, but it ties back to, you know, the, you know our evolving from healing, you know, through healing through hurt. You know, we go through that fire, and it looks really, really, really ugly. And it might stink and discolor, whatever, whatever. But then beauty is birthed from that. Did y'all catch that? Yeah. (laughs) Did you catch it? Did you catch it? Some of us want to run through the fire really quickly. And I'm not saying stay and be burned, and I'm talking about human relationships right now, not the devastation that was there. We want to mm-hmm. run through the fire. We want to get through it quickly because we want to, you know, come out on the other side unscathed. But sometimes we have to experience the process so that when we do make it to the other side of it, not only are we beautiful, but we're whole. We know who we are. We now have standards and values and boundaries and so that we don't have to repeat that fire walk again. Right. Right. And I want to ask this as well. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it's true. And I want to ask this question because, let me see where my notes are. Where was I? (laughs) Let's see here. What was it about that? Now I just lost my train of thought, but, oh, I know what it was. Listen, my best friend and I have been friends over 40 years. It was so funny when they were in court and they said, who is she to you? And she said, my best friend. And how long have you been? She said, well, six years. 
I jumped up and said, six years? Mm-hmm. I, like, um, you're still into that? Let's hang out a while and get together. And you're not that type where I would break bread with and share, a, you know, a cut glass of Coke and chill with and, you know, mm-hmm. no, six years. And I said, what? Six whole years? Where have these people been where your best friend is only six years in your lives? So question for all of you. How long have you known your very best friend? How long have you known your very best friend? So anybody can jump in and answer that and um well, kind of give us a little bit of a, a I'm going to give a little twist to that because um I have a couple very close, you know, best best friends, like a couple best sister friends, but my best sister friend Benita, we've only known each other I don't know. She might have to chime in because her memory is better. But four or five years? Is that right, Benita? But um, when we met, it just clicked. Like, she has this contagious, loud behind laugh. And she said, yes, that's right. Thank you, girl. Keep me honest. (laughs) And... We, I can like, she feels my pain. I feel hers. And we have committed, like, you know, we just do life together as sisters, you know, as best friend sisters. Um, and I understand that, you know, like she has other, you know, some other best friends and some, um, that she has walked through life a lot longer than I, some since like high school, as I do as well. I have a girlfriend who I love dearly. She and I went to elementary school together. And, you know, we are still the closest of friends today. Um, but, yeah, since Benita's, you know, in our chat room and everything, I want to bring that up. Like, yeah, you know, now if, you know, trying to compare it to the movie, if I had, if Benita's my best friend and she's housing people and she's, you know, stealing from them and abusing them and got folks chained up in the basement, you know, I would know that as her best friend <laughs> because it's like, how do you not go to, how would I not go to her house and, you know, look around, you know, even if it's like when we first met, you know, if I'm walking through, I'm going to try to pay pay attention to everything because I just, I'm, we're just meeting. And so it's not like I'm investigating you per se, but I'm checking you out on the down low. <laughs> but how do mm-hmm. you, how can you say you're, you're friends and you don't even know what's going on in her house? So it becomes a level of, we have to have a level of discernment. Um, and so what Benita just typed in the chat room, she said the number of years doesn't dictate the closeness in a relationship. And, you know, and for us, that's absolutely true. Um, but, you know, it's like when you know people, when you have a friend and she don't let you in her basement, <laughs> That's a red flag, people. Um, you know, you should know. And Benita and I have open door policy. Like we have access to each other's homes if she, you know, we're not around and things like that. Um, you know, because you know we're women and you know we gotta make sure everybody's okay in our camp. But um, you know, you have to when you when you vet out these relationships. And sometimes we pay a little more attention, you know, and through the vetting process in a, the opposite sex. Um, or in the partner, whatever, you know, your partner is, um, man, woman, or whatever, um, 
we pay more attention to that than friendship. And like I said earlier, we open up our book. We open up our lives to people, the friends, without properly vetting them out as well. And it was so such a me... lesson from – go ahead. Bob said oh, building no, trust takes time. No, I just read what Bob said. Bob said building trust takes time. Absolutely it does. And even though Benita and I, you know, we got each other quickly, it was just like, oh, my goodness. You know, we felt literally like we knew each other for, you know, since childhood. Um, and it does take time to build trust because while we kind of, our situation was unique to us and we kind of walked into a trusting situation, um, you know, it still took time because then it becomes, you know, it, it, if I share this with her, you know, is this going to stay? And there's been some fumbles along the way, you know. But then it goes back to, you know, I know her heart. She knows my heart. Um, and so, you know, we continue to always press forward in our friendship. Um, and we, she understands me because, you know, you know me, see, and she does too. I need breaks sometimes, some, you know, me time, <laughs> you know, so that I can love up on my best friend, which is myself. I think Bob even said that somewhere. Um, all of my life, yep. my best friend is me. Yep. You know, so, you know, I do need my best friend time with myself. Um, and my friends who know me, they understand that. And they, they, they let me be me. Go ahead. You were going to say a point. I, I wanted to ask this question because um, I looked up, of course, the definition of best friend. Now, it is a person's closest friend. Because now, how many times have we been in the scenario where someone says, well, yeah, um, I will just use you and Benita. You, you'll be in a group of people, and all of a sudden you'll say, well, Bonita is my best friend. And then someone else in the group may say, well, wait, I thought I was your best friend. And then the next mm-hmm. person might say, well, I thought I was your best friend. You know, we need to understand um, that there are different levels and definitions of best mm-hmm. friend to people. And I have funny good you friends. Say that. I have close confidants. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I have close and confidants, and I have... I have a best friend, and that's just mm-hmm. the one person that I've known almost my close to our entire lives. You know, we mm-hmm. share our birthdays one day apart. We're like one year and one day oh, apart cool. in our birthdays. It's weird that every year we used to get together and we'd exchange gifts, and we are so much alike. We literally mm-hmm. have the same marriage pattern of, and divorce pattern. We buy each other the same gifts many huh. years different color or something, but literally we get each other identical gifts and we have to sit and laugh about it because, you know, we are so alike. And if there's anything about horoscopes and people and the whole nine yards, literally, we do so many things the same that it's uncanny. Her mom calls me the pest. To this day, and I'm 56 years old, she still has this fly swatter. She says, hello, oh, Pammy. And I'm like, Pammy. Because I call her Mommy Pammy. I'm like, now, Pammy, you have to do better. She's like, Pastor. <laughs> you know, we've done it our entire lives. You know, we mm-hmm. have such history and such, um, and this may be a show for another day. We look nothing alike. Mm-hmm. I have always been a member of her family. And she has been a member of mine, and we are from two totally different demographics. And not one day 
since the day mm-hmm. one where we walked to each other, we sat on the front stoop and started talking and became friends. Has her family ever made me feel like I wasn't a part of the family? We took her youngest sister to her first day of school where she grabbed the rail and cried her eyes out because she was scared to death. And it's like, I'm um, sweetie, we need to get off to school too. So we'll be needing you to get off of the rail. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we did all of these things. We have shared the tears, the laughter, um, all of it throughout our entire life. But I do have some people who I'm very close to, who are be- who I'm becoming closer to. Because, Shauna, you know me. I don't let too many mm-hmm. people into my inner circle. So if you're right. on my inner circle side, then, you know, that's even a great place to be. And, you know, from day one, I may reach out to people, and I don't do that too often. And I think that we met, I don't know what year it was or whatever, I just remember that I sent you a message and I said, that I see great potential in you or something to that effect. Mm -hmm. And then one thing led to another. Now here we are building something brand new through this platform and this program. And a Mm -hmm. lot of people, this is what good friends, best friends do is that what I'm doing now, because Sean is still emerging is that Mm -hmm. if I say you're welcome to share this platform that I built almost a decade ago, but now it's almost like there's no Dr. C without Shauna G and Benita is here and Sheba B is here and Bob just chimed in all the way from Australia. Come on, people. You have to see and understand that friendships are so much more. I'm questioning back to the program, to this movie. What was Grace's standards for a best friend? And did Grace think the same way? Because it's evident that her friend really wasn't a best friend. She was a con artist. Mm-hmm. So again, Let me ask a question. Hold on. Was the best friend, I don't, and the movie may not have explained this part, a piece of it, but how long, were they best friends when she was going through the divorce? Do you remember that if they made any kind of. I think it really. It didn't really. They say, like, talked about it a little bit, but I can't really tell. Because I'm thinking think about the, when they were the, sitting on the sofa talking about it. it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. When they but were I think sitting when they were on, sitting the on the sofa talking, talking about, about it. it, she was sharing like Grace was sharing like what she felt about like oh I was I was mad you know so it was almost like Grace may have told her about the story the experience but she the, the best friend wasn't there walking her through it, um, and so. Grace was still in probably in that mode of desperation, you know, wanting someone to, you know, wanting to connect with someone, meaning the best friend, um, which probably, you know, kind of helped her fall into the, you know, because she was preyed upon, period. You know, she the best friend Correct. preyed upon her and was because. like, oh, my goodness, Target, ding, 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 you know. And she's like, this is a perfect one. Let me befriend her. She's wounded. You know, let me, you know, Mm -hmm. give her a few Band-Aids, you know, let her know, girl, we are in this together. We're both the same, you know, the same age. We're doing our thing, blah, blah, blah. And when we are, you know, when we're wounded, we were sometimes women really don't care who's putting on the Band-Aids, you know, friendship or not, you know. Um, And so one of the things I did want to say that you said, see, Maria, was, you were saying that, you know, you have, a, you know, this person and you're saying, oh, this is my best friend. And then, you know, somebody's like, well, wait a minute, 
I got 100 best friends over here, too. She's my best friend. And I will say, to you know, because we're all about honesty and transparency here, is that, you know, that was an issue with me, with my friends, you know, with Benita, because I love her to pieces, but the girl can make, she would walk past a brand new construction building and that becomes her best friend because she's so super friendly and she would start talking mm-hmm. like she ain't crazy, y'all, but she'll start talking to the best friend, the wall, the building, and then she'd be like, girl, let me tell you all about it, you know, because that's just her personality where I'm more like, you know, I can't have that conversation with that wall. Um, but, you know, she does, like I mentioned, you know, she has a group of, a very close group of friends. They're amazing people. Um, you know, and it was kind of like the first couple of times, it, it, it was kind of like, wow, you know, okay. But I was, I was accepting of that because they came from her past. They have so much history with her. And here I am brand new. Um, right. And then, you know, as I, we, as we, you know, our friendship evolved and we would go somewhere and it became, oh, well. This is somebody, this is one of my good best friends, too. This is my best. I was like, well, dang, on it. How many best friends do this girl has? <laughs> you know? Like, right. can't be a friend, a best friend to everybody, <laughs> you know? Right, because so it does. I, you know, and it says, mm-hmm. you know it, I mean, it, you it does say that that's your closest friend, your right. closest friend. Now, it's okay to have that one person that is your best friend. And it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that there aren't people that are running close seconds, but we're going to right. go over here to the show chat room because we have a lot of conversation going on there as well. Bob says that um, he totally trusts his in, inner twi- um, tuition. And then mm-hmm. he goes on to say he's noticed that the more he awakens, yes, the more solidarity, the yes. more um, solitary he becomes. And that's okay with him. And, Bob, I understand that because, trust me, after this, mm-hmm. I'm going to sit in here. I'm going to light some candles. I'm going to take a hot bath, and I'm going to stay into my own little world. Because when I can have these down times, these quiet moments, that's what I want. And because of all the things that I've had to deal with in my life in the last couple of years, my solace was going to law school at the time, you know, at the time. Um, but again, my circle is small, and I think I mentioned that mm-hmm. earlier. My circle is small for a reason. You know, I like having a smaller circle of quality friends. I'd rather have a, a smaller circle of quality friends than to have a large number of useless people in my life who are faking it, the ones who smile in my face and say, girl, I like what you're doing, and then behind the scenes, they're praying that I fail. So again, right. we have you know, know the difference, and I think it just threw me, and it was the way that she said, six years, and it was like, she said, oh, okay, right. you know, I think, six years, wait, what? It's like, huh? You know, we're like best friends, and you wonder, after a certain age, so you just found your friend settle. six years ago? <laughs> you know, it's just mm-hmm. like, and it, it, it was a red flag uh, psychologically, I think. It mm-hmm. was a red flag mm-hmm you know, in the grand scheme of things. Um, mm-hmm. But, again, let's go back to the comments son, right? in the he chat was, Wait a minute, he was her son. He was her son, right? The best friend's yeah, son? Yeah, he was the son. Yeah, he so, was the son. I yeah, said how do you, how you best friends with somebody and son. don't know? <laughs> how are you best friends exactly. with somebody and don't even know he had a son? Exactly. <laughs> or see, see family pictures. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Something. 
There you go. But, or, but oh, Bob, you said something what, earlier Fidelio, too. What I say? What I say? <laughs> you said something earlier too about mm-hmm. if you got a friend and you can't go in the basement and blah blah blah. Right. He had a whole basement full of people chained to the wall, right. and you didn't know it. You, she and had the person. And I'm Hold still on. trying to figure out. The police were at her house trying to get uh-huh. the lady not to jump. And they there you even, go. You know, That's like, what I was about to say. Like, wasn't that her house? Yes. Wasn't that yes. her house? It was her house. So how did the policeman who was in her house upstairs mm-hmm. talking to this woman who was on the roof about to jump not remember that that was the house mm-hmm. that he was at with the woman? When he went there, exactly. called for backup, but went into a house by himself. None mm-hmm. of that made any sense. But anyway, back to the show mm-hmm. comments, because they are just rising, and we're just talking oh, away. I want to so, touch on what Fidelio Bob said, you know, about the solitary, you know, and you, you touched on it, and Benita even commented um, back. I'm trying to scan back up. But, um, yeah, solitary, the, not just solitary. As he said, as he noticed, the more he awakens. Yes. Awakens. <laughs> Let us focus on the word awaken. <laughs> you know, when you go ahead, Shauna. Shauna, go ahead. Don't come back to that, but catch up with the comments. Go ahead and read yeah, everybody's I, I, comments, and then we'll. So back. okay, so let's see. After he said they're awakened, okay, Benita did say yes if she came into after the divorce. Um, Allie B said, "I understand becoming more solitary. I have close friends, and the longest friendship I have is about twenty plus years." Um, Benita said, yes, she was looking for a connection, meaning with that best friend. Fidelio Bob came back and said, me, myself, and I are having a ball. I know that's right. And then he also said, I, uh, Fidelio also said, I speak my truth, which tends to make me unpopular. And I think C, Maria, and I can attest to that last comment because I kind of say what everybody else is thinking sometimes. Thinking, and exactly. And it may not be very popular. Um, so I do, um, I have to, I say it and I remember when, <laughs> I remember when someone, I'm not going to say where I'm, um, where this person said at the church, but I met someone <laughs> in this building <laughs> and, you know, they were telling me that I had to learn how to soften my words and my message. And I, I didn't understand. First I'm like, okay, you know, I, I tend to leave a bloodbath. Um, so I said, well, let me try to, you know, let me try this their way. And I remember tra- trying to learn to soften my message. And I even remember a couple times reaching out to the person, you know, a, a mother of the church, and asking her, like, hey, this is what I want to say. And she goes, oh, oh, that's too brutal. Let me help you reshape it so it's not so painful. And I allowed her to help me reshape a couple messages. But what I learned in that exercise or experiment, as I will say, is that it lost me in that translation. And the way I speak or how I say it when I'm having a conversation with someone, neither one of us are left from, we're not leaving that conversation confused as where I stand. But when I allow this person to help me reshape the word <laughs> so that it can sound more popular, um, you know, it, 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 it was just lost. It was not me. It did not convey the message. And I really believe that when you have a conversation with me, I want you to walk away with a clear understanding uh, of what I am. I don't want any confusion. So 
I, you know, I, I didn't stay with that, that way of communicating long <laughs> after those couple times. I just had to say, you know, I have to, I learned to be more aware of like my tone when I was speaking, because I learned that that had a lot to do with, you know, interpretation as well. Um, but I stopped changing my message um, and my, and I stopped, you know, trying to fluff up my words to make you feel better because sometimes you just need to hear it how it really is. I don't apologize for what right. I say. I, you know, I, I don't never, I never want to send someone to the edge to jump from my words. So I, I, right. I'm sorry that you might feel like you want to go jump right now, but please listen to the message, you know, take and you right. know, sit down, reflect upon the words, you know, and what the, what's the message, you know, chew the bones and oh, chew the meat and spit out the bones, you know, and I, I, you can, we cannot keep bending to the popular. Right. So Fidelio, I right. agree with that. Then he went, Fidelio went back and said, for me being conscious is the awareness of being, of being aware. Hey, okay. I get it. His Australian. He goes, I go by the name yes. Bob Eden. You got to get at the I accent, am, hey? Yes. Yeah, I, I like, hey? <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, I go by the name Bob Eden. I am blunt. Deal with it. I know that's right. I'm handing you um, internet high fives over here. I am content with <laughs> me. The greatest love I can give to anyone is to share my truth, William Shakespeare. Amen, amen, yes. amen to that yes. across the waters yes. because... That and what do we it. say? Yes. What do we say here? What? I say, I promise you, I'll always tell you what you need to hear, no, to not, hear what not what you, you want to hear. Yes. Okay? Awareness. And if you Awareness. can't deal with it, come back when you can. Well, come, mm-hmm. It's okay. You can come back when you can deal with it because yeah. for me to sugarcoat you is nothing doing nothing but carrying the lie and the misconceptions and all of that, and it serves no one any purpose. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, speak your truth, and people Mm -hmm. will either love you for it or they won't, but speak your truth anyway, and then we'll go on. Life will go on, whether people walk away from you or whether they stay. Life is going to go on. And if they don't like it, oh, friggin' well, not our problem. Just not our problem. It's exactly. really not. I just want to say it. It's not at this point. You do what you have to and do to help people. Thing. When we speak our mm-hmm. truth, we just trust that, you know, God, the universe, whatever you call it, you know, is going to help that person receive what's needed, you know, for them to receive. You know, I'm going to speak my truth. And... I'm trusting that you will receive it as it was intended to be, you know, relayed. I can't, I can't struggle. I can't continue to struggle with, you know, oh, well, let me call her the next day and check in and make sure my words didn't cut her too deeply. You know, who has time for that? Who has time for that? That has silenced so many people. So many people have lost their voices so worried about the other person. Now, I'm not saying be rude. I'm not saying, you know, because sometimes we blunt people or they call us rude and things like that. I'm not saying to have the, it's all about the intention behind the message. If my intention is pure and I'm speaking my truth, I stand on it. I stand on it. We don't have to debate about it. I'm not going to have to, I'm not going to debate with you about my truth. It is what it is. Like it, love it, or leave it. 
choice is yours. It's my truth. And the more I become aware of who I am and what I believe, I don't sway from those convictions. You know, life may take me in a different direction, which may cause me to examine some things, but I, I, I love me. You know, Benita, I always say I'm, un, I'm unapologetically me. I don't shove things down your throat. Now, if you bring up something that I'm passionate about, beware. But I don't shove things down your throat. I don't, you know, force you to follow my message. You know, I am unapologetically and uniquely who I am. I love me. Fidelio Bob just said, I am unique. So I am the only person in the whole of creation that can ever know what my capitalized needs are. Hey, I am just sharing data. Your feelings are your responsibility, not mine. And that's, that's it. We sometimes get so defensive. You know, like we listen, like if you call me and say, Shauna, whatever, 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 and I am in that emotional state, you know, or I receive it in an emotional state versus listening to the facts, you know, listening to the data that's been presented then I'm all twisted up and then now, you know, I'm hurt, you know, I might cry and then it becomes woe with me. See, I don't have time for, I, I can't with that. Like remove the, the feelings. Now feelings are valid. Don't get me wrong. You have your right to your feelings, but don't look at everything through the lenses of emotions because they're going to guide you right. the wrong way. And so we I'm have another comment. Fidelio, Bob, you have to, you can't keep throwing me on my soapboxes because you're hitting all of them. And I appreciate <laughs> you for that. I appreciate you. We have another comment over on uh, Facebook going back to um, Tyler Perry. Um, T. Sunshine writes, he's afforded himself this platform and he's going to have to raise the standards. We are expecting more from him. We are upholding him to a higher standard. So a movie shot in, she says, three days. I believe they said it was five. Okay. With that lackluster storyline is no longer acceptable from him. We know what he's capable of. And regardless of whether or not it was um, on Netflix or the big screen, that still was not acceptable. Bad wardrobe, bad wigs. Noticeable things like nothing in the cup or on the fork and just lack of research on how the legal system works. He needs to have that same drive and hunger he had when he was trying to make it. Good point. The last part alone, and I was going to bring that up, that so many of us, we start off perfect. We start off great. But the minute that we grow and we get that regular base, we tend to start to cut corners and forget where we are and who helped us to get there. And the bottom line is that when we start to rise, we have to remember. We have to remember who is there. Now, someone just jumped on with a private number. I don't know who this is. Usually we what don't is it bring on private. No, it's private. It's, it's all ones. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, we can't. Mm-hmm. 
So usually, mm-hmm. if you're on under private number, oh, it's Fidelio Bob. We, it's Fidelio Bob. It's Fidelio oh, Bob. Oh, is that Bob? Yes. Oh, yes. there you go. Okay, I'm glad you told me. <laughs> well, hello, mate. How are you? Oh, good day, darlings. How are you? It's um, it's quarter past one in the morning on Sunday here. Um, I'm turning oh. into a vampire. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Hey, yeah, yeah, I forgot. You, know, we, you um, are well ahead. Yeah, about um, I think I'm about eighteen hours. Um, I'm your, I am your future. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. he's talking to us <laughs> from the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Um, funny. Yeah. Oh, just, just a um, a quick update on the, the sort of fire situation here, um, and for me, it you know. <laughs> It's all part of Agenda 21, but um, um, decades ago, the Green Movement, in sort of response to this myth of um, global warming, stopped traditional burning um, procedures in Australia. So for years and years, all the leaves and stuff that had fallen down, you know, they get backburned every year at the right time when it was damp. And so, you know, there wasn't a lot of fuel on the ground, but that process was stopped uh, many years ago. So there was a huge amount of fuel there, and they also stopped um, the cattle farmers allowing allowing their stock to graze in national parks to keep this fuel load down. So the, the ferocity of these fires are a result of having massive amount of fuel on the ground. But the good thing about it is um, that... There's a, a strong pressure, and some regions are now going back to traditional land management, you know, back burning at the right time to keep that fuel load down, plus having the burning there to regenerate the Australian plants, which they need. And, um, yeah, so that's where we're at. Um, my life is awesome. Um, how can I put it? Yeah. I'm content with me. Um, I... You know, I suffered from depression from about 1984 for 20 years, and um, but I and I've got an amazing intellect, but I found it was the trap of the intellect because I was trying to think my way through depression, whereas depression for me is a gift. Uh, finally, the light bulb went off, and I realised that, that this pain of depression was just a natural response, a natural human loving response to having to live in such an oppressive and corrupt society and also not living my truth I'd lost the belief in myself so I went back and healed the wounds of my childhood and reclaimed my belief in me and threw all the pharmaceuticals away about eight years ago and um, yeah yeah so there's there's no such thing for me there's no such thing as mental illness it's all a scam like psychiatrists give you drugs to numb the pain that you're in. Psychologists give you coping skills to live with the pain you're in. But the pain is telling you something. You know, it's it's a rite of passage. It's a spiritual wake-up call. And um, sorry, I'm I'm really passionate about this. But um, yeah, I'm just a simple bloke, and if I can find my way from uh, trauma and despair to contentment, then anybody can. And I think it. What's happening for me is I've come to the belief that 
by sharing our stories we help to heal each other but you know you have to you have to share it warts and all you know it's no good oh I can't say that because that's going to upset somebody to me this political correctness is the epitome of codependent behavior and the absolute antithesis of free speech so you can stick your political correctness where the sun don't shine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, I've said enough. Oh, I'm great at manifesting stuff. You know, I've, it's amazing. Um, since I reclaimed me and sort of live in the moment, and for me, without, how can I put it, without personal integrity, without integrity, the man- magic cannot happen. And personal integrity you know, comes from mm-hmm. being honest with you. And I'm great at manifesting stuff, so I told the universe to send me a rational woman, and three years down the track and I'm still waiting. I think I've broken the law of attraction. <laughs> no, no, there just No, you haven't. She's, she's coming. She's coming. Let's put it like this. A diamond has to stay in that ground under a lot of pressure. You know, that piece Mm -hmm. of coal has to stay in that ground for a long time under that pressure before it becomes that diamond. So she's still cooking. (laughs) She's out there. Yes, and you don't want a half-baked woman. (laughs) No. You do not want a half-baked woman. Trust me. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes you can have a year to a bliss. Seriously. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, but you can have a year or two with the perfect person and it can still equate to a lifetime as opposed to having 10, 20, 30 years with the wrong person and it really Mm -hmm. mounts to a lot of nothing but wasted time. So, you know, we always have to look at it that way is the fact that, you know, sometimes you can have those few stolen moments that mean a lifetime. You know, classic Mm. example, and Allie B can, can relate to this when, I had come out of school, and we had our first meet and greet, and she met my daughter-in-law, and all the grandbabies got together for the first time. We literally lived a lifetime in a weekend. Yeah. It was like a Friday and Saturday and a Sunday, you know? Yeah, my take on relationships is um, I love being in relationships, but I haven't been in one for about 10 years now, and that's okay. Um, It's given me a lot of me time to do the work that I needed to do but for me the problem with relationships is um, for the majority of cases they're unconscious you know you meet somebody at a party there's this flash of energy as your eyes connect and this is the one and and then six months later after the honeymoon's over and you, you both feel free to fight in bed and reality kicks in you know you're going oh god what you know and She's there saying, I like this about him, and I like this about him, and I don't like that about him, and I'm going to change that. And so for me, relationships, the problem with them is they're unconscious. And what I would propose is that, you know, when I meet somebody, the next time I meet somebody, and I'm a big, soppy old romantic at heart anyway, but what I would like to do is sit down with this prospective um, long-term partner and and just... Um, how can I put it? Make a verbal contract. Hi, darling. You know, I'm I'm really feeling strong about our relationship, but this is what I'm lo- looking for in a relationship. I want monogamy. I want truth. 
you know. Um, I'm not here to overpower you. I'm not here to change you, and I expect the same from from you. What do you want from the relationship? So through that conversation, you know, we both, you know, put down what's negotiable and what's non-negotiable. Like, um, it really pisses me off when you squeeze the toothpaste from the middle of the tube. Can you roll it up from the end? And she might. And so I've asked for what I want, and she would say, take away and think about it. And she can either respond to that, ignore it, or we simply get our own two tubes of toothpaste. So that's um, an example of a win-win situation. But if I say to her, look, mm-hmm. you've been sleeping with my, my friend up the road, that for me is one of the non-negotiables. So this is it, the relationship's over. So it's, it's a matter of, and it may sound heartless, but each sovereign person sitting at that table, you know, me and her, we're both sovereign, just state our truth. This is what I expect from a relationship. This is what I'll accept. And this is what I won't accept. And then from that meeting, you can go away and make your decisions. Am I willing to commit to his terms? Which terms do I want to negotiate? But instead of being an unconscious relationship, have a conscious one. You know, I'm not going to be with you 24 hours a day. I need my, my time. Let's be together when we both agree that we want to be together. You know. So, yeah, that's just the ramblings of an old romantic. <laughs> but, you know, one thing, though, that I, one of the things that stood out when you were speaking was how, you know, you know what you're looking for, and you, I'm going to use the word, um, and not to trivialize your process, um, but you interview. You know, you interview, you know, a person to come who wants to come into your world. You know, you just don't say, here's what I want. Here's a list of 10, 10 things that I desire. Oh, she meets four. Right. And so you compromise on five through ten, you know. And just to tie, you know, tying it back to, you know, the, the content of the movie, sometimes when women are hurt or have been hurt and are desperate, you know, they'll say, I'm looking at this list of ten, and he met four, um, and I'm just going to just ignore five through ten because I'm desperate, I'm 50, whatever, you know, or, you know, the last relationship left so many scars that I, you know, I'll just take what I can get. You know, some people haven't even, see Maria, some people haven't even sat down and really thought about what it is, you know, what their values are for a relationship, what their desires are. They can't write an intentional statement for a relationship because they they don't know. They just yeah, want a well, body. Right. What I've come to realize is a lot of people enter relationships that radiate the same energy that was present yep. for that person in their childhood. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So you know, if, they, if their childhood was abusive, they end up in abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. Because How many times like, do you oh, hear women say, I just married my dad, <laughs> you know, if they yeah. had a termer, you know, a, a bad relationship? Well, it, yeah. that's because it feels like home. Now, healing the wounds of my childhood has been the most powerful work I have ever done. It t- totally turned me around because I, I realized that very early on, you know, I was born into this world as a magical little being. You know, and look at a little child that's 
tottering around, taking its first steps with its starfish fingers out there, you know, and the world's a magical place. And I was that once, but by the time I was seven or eight, I had all the magic beaten out of me and had all the crap and conditioning of society and the abuse of my parents dumped on me. But I went back and healed that. I've given it back. You know, uh, for me, it's just a, a multi-generational cycle of abuse. I realized, although that I'm supposed to love my mum, I hated her because she was randomly violent. You know, So I got the shit beaten out of me for about 10 years. But by sharing my story with her and then getting her story, I came to the realization that mum was doing her best, but she was just dumping on me what got dumped on her. So by writing a letter telling her my story, I actually broke that that um, cycle of abuse and handed it back, handed it back. So it was transformational, wow. and I would anybody. I'll I'll find you on Facebook or something and send you my story. So if you if you like, but I would recommend anybody, anybody that feels, and more and more people are getting in touch with their feelings, even blokes. And, <laughs> and heal the wounds of childhood because that's where the damage is done. For me, that's where the damage is done. Absolutely. And if you don't heal it, yeah. you carry it with you. Mm-hmm. you carry it with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a bit yeah, too serious. I, I, and it, <laughs> no, but no, I actually participated, um, I want to say the fall of last year, um, in a, a childhood regression um, meditation class. And it was amazing. You know, it was amazing. You know, she walked us even through a, a, vis- a visualization exercise. And I remember seeing myself as a child, you know, in the field on a swing set, you know. And it's, it's very healing if you're open to that type of a process. There's many ways that, you know, we can achieve it. That This was the way that I chose to explore. Um, and it was, right. it was extremely healing. And I tend to go back to that visualization um, you know, when I have that a, a, a familiar feeling arising within me um, that attaches to some type of pain from the child, my childhood, my past. So yeah, thank you yeah. absolutely for sharing that and calling in at one yeah. something in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I tell you, um, yeah, we lost Shauna. We lost her. Like she, her call dropped. Well, Go ahead. Yeah, I'd just like to close with this because, uh, you know, I could speak for hours, weeks on this because it's, you know, people are dying from not living the truth. But where I've come to now yes. in my own journey is um, I believe that we are all SUE, S-U-E, and that stands for sovereign, unique, and equal, and everything else flows from that. And that the universe operates under the KISS principle, which is keep it simple, sovereign. So if your life is hard, it's only the mind that complicates things. If your life is complicated, then your mind is driving your life. It's like the mind is always looking for answers, but the heart already knows. So I live in heart space. I don't live in mind space anymore. So thanks, mm-hmm. ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Right. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I will tell you what. I'm just a say. I'm I'm just a simple bloke. I probably got about a hundred dollars in the bank. I lost everything I owned three years ago to Cyclone Debbie, 
she destroyed my boat, my hand. But I'm, I reckon I'm the luckiest guy in the, in the world because I create my life. I am master and commander of my life and I take full responsibility for this life that I do manifest. So there's nobody to blame, just me. And because we're all unique, you know, let's celebrate our uniqueness, our differences. Like the French say, viva la difference. Instead of beating each other over the head with, this is the truth. No, this is, that's your truth. And this is my truth. Thank you for sharing your truth. Right. I now know you better. No, you've got to live, you've got to live my truth. I know what you need to do. Well, sorry, mate. I'm here, I'm here to live my life my way. Deal with it. <laughs> my goodness and you know what before you go before you go Bob yeah. one of the things that you just said I think the last time when we first met you still had that boat so so much has happened in the last time that I believe that you called into this show um, because you were living life you were loving it you had your boat and you were just living life your way in the whole nine yards, and now you say that you've lost the boat? Yeah, well, my response to that is, you know, um, it was an amazing experience living through a Category 5 cyclone, you know, to see Mother Nature at her, her boldest, her brassiest. And, and as I said, I am responsible for this life that I create, and every event holds a lesson. So I looked at that event of losing everything and said to myself, well, Bob, what's the lesson I need to learn here? And it was Saturday afternoon that, you know, the cyclone was approaching. My boat was starting to bounce around. I couldn't get the engine going because there was water in the fuel. By the time I, I got the water out, the battery was flat. I got the hand crank out and sprayed my wrist trying to hand crank this diesel motor. So I did what I, the best I could for the boat and grabbed my two dogs, Barnaby and Charlie, jumped in my dinghy and headed ashore and found safe haven. But the lesson I learned was to totally let go of the attachment to things. To totally let go of the attachment to things. Yes. I grabbed what was important yes. to me, my two dogs and my sense of humor, and we're still here. And now mm -hmm. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. living in a, uh, an old caravan that I bought for 400 bucks under a big old mango tree. Um, I don't have any neighbors. I don't wear a pair of sh I don't own a pair of shoes and I'm still living that joy that bliss because I'm passionate about my life you know I wake up every morning my eyelids open I go you ripper another day and my dog's like that Charlie when he wakes up it's come on dad let's go play let's go play and so you know I thank him for his exuberance and his enthusiasm because my dogs teach me all I need to know about living in the now you know, you don't need a lot to be yeah. happy. Yeah. You know, I'm just content. And that's uh, the truth. Say, and that's the truth. Sometimes I'm happy. Sometimes I'm sad. But I'm always content. Because you need the highs and lows. Otherwise, you'd never know, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Truly. <laughs> uh, love you guys. I'm glad I've found you again. We are glad yes, to have thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good hearing from you and hearing your voice and catching up. 
and um, hope that you'll stop by again. We're here every single Saturday, and I know it's late there for you. So, and we're you well, you're in the future. So, <laughs> I love that. I love the concept of life and the way that time works, and it it amazes me. It just amazes me. He's talking to us in his past. So. <laughs> Exactly. And he's part of our future. <laughs> so I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. So good to hear from you. Glad to know that you're still doing well and that um, everything is still working out for you because you've learned how to harness the power of this thing called living. And that's something that so many of us will never do until it's too late, if ever. So thank you for sharing your story. And, um, yeah, refind us again. Find me again over on Facebook. I'm not too sure if we're still friends or not, but we were. But um, I think maybe you disappeared from me. But if you're back, yeah, just um, we'll definitely look you up. And, yeah, send your story because I believe you did years ago. But I'd love to have it again. And um, Well, you know, I've come to the conclusion you know, and I worked as a, well, I didn't work as a counsellor, I never charged for it. Um, I've come to the conclusion that the best thing anyone can do is just to simply let their own light shine. Mm-hmm. Because there's no ego in that, there's no judgment in that. Just, you know, if you want to have an abundant life, live abundantly. Appreciate the small things. I mean, I appreciate every breath I take. I appreciate the mangoes rotting on the floor because they give this lovely smell. It's all the things around me that I appreciate. And that's that gives the feeling within me of abundance. And because I'm feeling abundant, abundance within me, that's what I radiate, and that's what I attract. So what you radiate, you create. And what you create, you radiate. It's simple. Keep it simple, sovereign. <laughs> yes. That's yep. I mean, and that's absolutely yes. true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely it true. Is. It is. It is. So thank you. Thanks Love again, Bob. I know that it's late there. Love and light to I'm you, just, really. I'm just, I just, <clears throat> sorry, where I am now, and again, this comes back to keep it simple, sovereign. I totally listen to and obey my body. So when my body is tired, we sleep. And when my body is awake, right. we play. Simple. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> yes, I agree totally. I agree totally. My daughter-in-law calls me an alien, but I'm like, yes, when I'm up and about, I'm up and about. It is time to move and shake. So yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Who says you've got to work nine to five? And work's a four-letter word. I prefer play. That's another four-letter word. <laughs> yep. Yep, and enjoy every moment of it. Enjoy every moment of it. We do yeah. have to catch up. Yeah, we have to catch up on our, our conversations over in the show chat room, okay. too. So, Bob, Bob, thanks so much for being here. Oh, gosh, yes, it was so you. good to see you. You have no idea. And so, you know, um, so the chat room, let's see what we've been talking about. Well, you know, the lady's been talking about, you know, we you know, went back and forth with Allie B and sharing in her memories. I'm not going to go and say those because that's a little 
some of those are private, but we were just saying cherish the moments, you know, that you have with your loved ones. Um, we were talking about little ones <laughs> and dance classes, um, you know, and then, you know, we, we just made comment, hey, Bob, thanks for jumping on and sharing a male's perspective. We really appreciate you joining us. Um, and then Benita said that it's exactly, um, exactly, it's familiar. And I think that's when we were just talking about when you kind of bring someone into your world that reminds you of like that, you know, that past person or someone else in your life. She goes, even if it's abusive, it's familiar and they are comfortable within that space and they will continue to repeat until a healing takes place. And she um, acknowledged um, Bob for doing the work. She said, you did that work. You did the work that a lot of people aren't willing to do because it requires them to face a pain that they are afraid of, but they don't understand on the other side is beauty. And she said that she is proud of you, Bob, as we all are. So it is about, you know, this, everything is about doing the work. The healing process is doing the work, you know, healing the wounded heart. You have to heal your, the wounded heart. And it's going to take time. Yes. And it's going to be painful. Um, but your consistency and commitment to the process will see you to the other side. Yes, absolutely. 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 And Bob goes on to say feelings are healings, eh? And that's it. Feelings are healings. And the minute that we know how to express those and let them go, then and only then will we become free. So, again, this is just um, one of those things in days where, again, I think that open chat went well this week. Because one... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> One small thing can start and can just grow into something else. And that's the beauty of this program of Healing Through Hurt, iTalk Radio Network. This is what I love about what we do, Shauna, because this yes. right here brings us together from all over the place. And the stories and the, the sharing and all of that. And back to what Allie B was saying, we were talking about when – um. We had gotten together, and what she was speaking about, Shauna, was when in October of last year, when we had gotten together mm-hmm. to celebrate my graduation from law school and all of that, that was the very first time that Allie B is my daughter, is my stepdaughter, and she had met my daughter-in-law, and this is a show for another day, mm-hmm. and then all three of the grandchildren, that was the first time I had all three of them together. Now, okay. I'm no longer married to Allie B's father. Mm-hmm. I am no I was I'm no longer married to Allie B's father and my daughter-in-law is no longer married to my son. Matter of fact, she's married to another really great guy. But in the middle, I'm still as Allie B calls me Dr. Mom and mm-hmm. My daughter-in-law still calls me Mill, which stands for mother-in-law, and she's still Dill, which is son-in-law. I mean, daughter-in-law, and her new husband is Sill. He's son-in-law. So, again, that's a show for another day. But when you talk about a blended family, we are very, very blended. And, you know, when the children got together for the first time, um, 
uh, it was so funny because the 14-year-old got into it with the 5-year-old over who can call me Grandma Pumpkin. It was just hilarious. And I said, okay, you're arguing with a 5-year-old. And once she says, I can call her Grandma Pumpkin too. No, you can't because she's my Grandma Pumpkin first and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. All right, and then the oldest jumped in, and he said, well, I actually have uh, the patent on her because I'm the oldest. I'm like, so now I'm a product? So, you know, it was just a really interesting, good weekend, and that went back to when we were talking about people coming together and living a lifetime in a short amount of time because that was our first time all together in one place, um, it was just a weekend, Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday. And I think we left on a Monday. I think we left on a Monday. We did. It was a Friday, a Saturday, a Sunday, and we all left to go back home on Monday. But we lived a lifetime in that short amount of time. And that was the very first time we were all together in life. So um, that's the backdrop behind that. So it leads to blended families and how they can survive the breakups. So that's a show mm-hmm. for another day. That is another show. I, and, we're uh, going to write that for another one. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And and we are a classic example of it. I'm talking to my daughter-in-law over on Facebook and Messenger. She <laughs> has some things to say. And Allie B joined us for the first time today. And she's been doing our commentaries. And, um as I always say, you come here as a guest, but we become like a family. Yeah. And, of course, the, the, the foundation, which, you know, the foundation which funds these and all of our programs, um, of course, mm-hmm. I created the Wall Foundation, Inc. for this very thing, to bring together and have a legacy for the family, not just my children, but us as a family, us as a growing empire of bringing all of this together. So, uh, you know, that that ties into everything. And it's open chat, so we're going to jump around, but I wanted to go back and um, give some backdrop on that little bit of conversation that was going on. And even something that I believe Sheba B. said about having these final times to watch her daughter as she grows and things, because children will be grown. I think you had mentioned it, Shauna, that your baby has grown up. Your babies are grown now. They have yeah. Just, you know, back in the day, your son was little. You know, he was young mm-hmm. when I first um, had met you. Now he's like, he's wow. in high school. You know, so, <laughs> yes, yes. So, again, this is just like so amazing. So, again, for those of you who show for another day, as we talk, we, you know, figure out other things. And, um, but yeah, this has been a wonderful show. We have about 13 minutes left. Let me read some of the comments. Um, the get back, Bob says, every step he's t- ever taken, however painful, has brought him here to contentment. And what I say, Bob, is that I had to go through every fire I have been through in order for us to be right here, right now, today. So it's, again, it's that same thing. The more that we're different or we think that we're different in this world, the more that we see we have so many things that can bring us together because they are like and similar. So, again, um, let's see. Uh, Benita, thank you so much. Benita says, great conversation, ladies. Um, Bob says, thanks for taking his call. Of course, Bob, anytime. You are so very welcome. 
Bob goes on to say, contact Bob Eden, of course. Um, that's his Facebook information, and we will do that. I will check to see if we're still connected on that. And if not, I will definitely reconnect with you. Um, as all are unique, I do not come here expecting um, agreement, but simply acceptance and validation of my own reality. And here you will always find that, uh, Bob. There's no coincidences, eh? You're absolutely right. There are no coincidences. Everything happens for a reason. And I am sitting here right now looking up um, at my, my diplomas finally showed up. So I'm sitting up here looking and I'm thinking to myself, who would have thought that, you know, 56 years and 13 days after the fact that this little girl who was born into this world, a child of sin, you know, with no self-esteem growing up whatsoever, would ever be looking up and seeing doctor anything on a piece of paper with my name on it, you know, and my honors and all of that. Who would have thought that? So, again, a show for another day because we can rise above our circumstances. So, Shauna, write that down. That's going to be another show because I'll forget. Um, <laughs> rising above our circumstances and and. I'm living proof of where, you know, we can go. And that's why it's still so funny to me. And I tell people all the time, if someone says, Dr. Wall, Dr. Wall, I'm like, huh? You know, like, and so many people are telling me that I need to go into teaching. So this is what this show is all about. It's teachable moments. It's learning moments. It's working together. And that's what I do. And thank you, Bob. Thank you so much for your uh, well wish and congratulatory um salutation there. Thank you. Um, but yeah, we're going to keep rising people. We're going to keep growing. We want to touch the world. You know, Shauna took a leap of faith with me. I just said, Hey, you should come on the show and let's try this <laughs> and look at where we are now, you know? And let me, and you know what I was thinking? Always, Hold on. Let me add to that. See, see, let uh-huh. me add to that. So people can understand mm-hmm. how this works. Cause you know, Bob brought up, you know, manifesting and things like that. And you know, things mm-hmm. when, and we talked about when for his girl, the lady he was, he desires, she's coming when that time is right. People understand this. Mm-hmm. I have, I have not, I've grown up here in Ohio. I have spent many, 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 many days in the town that C. Maria lives in because I have my aunt and then my grandmother was there and my, you know, I have a couple aunts and cousins and things, but it was more my aunt. She lives in the same city. And mm-hmm. I could have passed C. Maria many times over the years, but it took us for me to be back at home on doing someone's radio show for her to reach out. And then we found out like, Hey, this is where you, you live where? <laughs> like, Hey, my, my aunt lives on yep. XYZ yep. street <laughs> in the same city you live in, you know? And so yep. it's just like, you have to understand when, as the, the universe or God places the pieces in place, you know, don't rush the pieces. Don't rush the healing. Don't force fit things to work in your timetable. Allow things to flow, and they'll find their place. Right. So, see, Maria and I have right. found our place. And yes, I'm so and grateful. everyone else here has. <laughs> and yeah, we all do. You know, so it's just like, you know, whoever found, whoever was listening today, you found your place for today. You know, you might you might be next door to see Maria or even next door to myself and just so happen to stumble across this, you know, this talk show. 
this radio show. So we're glad yep. to have you, and yep. and we're glad that you were open to the process of allowing you to you know allowing God to shift you into your space for this these last couple of hours with us. We appreciate you. Yeah, and I want to say I'm glad you decided to kick off your shoes and stay a while because <laughs> that's what I always say. I want you to feel comfortable in this. And Bob is writing. He says I have no problem with aging, but I have no intentions of ever growing up. And I, you know what? Again, a show for I another that, day. Bob. Never lose your childish wonder. Never yes. lose your childish wonder, people. You cannot. You know, um, flowing, knowing, growing, glowing in any order you like. Exactly, Bob. Again, people, life is meant to be lived. It's meant to be enjoyed. You know, in this short amount of time, uh, since uh, this started with um, Shauna G and me, um, I met Bonita. Sheba B has a story. She met me, well, she heard the show way back when I was saying my goodbye, when I said I have to take a break so that I can, you know, put my time into finishing school and dealing with life. And then she found us again. That has always been the story. Let me tell you something. No matter how much you try to walk away from your destiny, the universe is going to bring you right back to where you need to be. I'm telling you that. And Bob says, fantastic show, ladies. Thanks for all the love. Always, Bob. It was so good to hear Always. from you. Thank you for giving us an update on the Australian fires and your everything that's going on with you. It's so good to see you. I will definitely reach out to you over on Facebook. Again, people, we have about seven minutes, so we're going to start winding this down. Um, Shauna, any lasting words, and then I will pull it all together, and we will be ending our show for this week. Allie B., thank you so much. I'm so glad that you made time to join us today. Um, Benita, as always, uh, Shiva B., all of you listening, uh, T. Sunshine over on Facebook, thank you for joining in, and all of you who are here listening on your computers, who I cannot see, but I know that you're there because I can see the numbers, Thank you for being here and sticking it out with us again this week. We will be back next week. Don't know what – what's our topic? What are we doing next week? Oh, who is that knows? We we'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, wait, is, is that when we start week? the holistic? Huh? No, that was the third of the – wait a minute. Let me look at my calendar. Oh, Hold it on, is the last. Go no, no, more. it's the first. It's the first. It's February 1st. So it is? Is it next no, we week? said the third week. No, we said the third week we were doing holistic. And okay, fourth so one the was third open week chat. We'll be doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, fourth is open we'll chat. We'll figure it so out. We'll figure it out. Get on our, and we'll get keep on our you list posted. so that you can find us, and we will keep you posted. We'll figure it out what we're going to talk about next week. Um, so, yeah, we have about uh, five minutes, so – Gonna give it over to Sean, well, and then of course I will give you. Hmm? I'll keep it simple in my closing because I think I just want to reiterate something that we, you know, we touched base on a short while ago. When you are, don't rush the process. I encourage everybody that I talk to to experience every step of the process. Meaning, don't hide from your emotions. Don't stuff your emotions but experience them all because that each one of those and the experience is going to shape you into becoming the person that you are meant to be. And when you become that person, 
you can help other people become whole in their person. Healing through hurt is a process, but it's a wonderful process with a beautiful prize in the end. So just trust the process, trust yourself, be vulnerable with yourself, become aware so that you can grow. I really appreciate you guys for joining us. I'm Shauna Gunter Stevens. You can find me on social media under Shauna Gunter. And you can always give me a quick call or a text message at 216-990-9080. And next week, hopefully, fingers crossed, I will give you guys um, the the green light to check me out on my uh, website, which is going to be empoweredtogrow.com. In the meantime, shoot me an, in, um, an email at info at empoweredtogrow.com. Appreciate you guys. Love you. Back at you, see. And thank you so much. And over in our show chat room, Sheba B. writes, love and power vibrations to everyone. And Sheba B. will be joining us on that third Saturday for the Holistic Healing Show. Um, hopefully Bob will be on too. Um, let's see here. The universe will provide a, yes, it will, Bob. And um, I don't know of anyone who died from feeling but many do by suppressing them. And that is so true. So again, as we begin, we will leave in a moment with Tori Lee's good music. But right now, I always say I pray each and every one of you enough. I pray enough sunshine to brighten those rainy days of yours. I also pray enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I pray enough smiles to turn a frown that you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, We all want to pray enough strength and courage to face whatever may be coming your way and knocking at your door from this very moment and beyond. It's proof positive every week that when you believe and you speak your truth, you can be free to do whatever you want. Remember that no matter how bad your day is, you dictate how you're going to handle it. If you need us, Shauna already gave you her information. Here's mine. You can either write to me at letsgrowatcmariawall.com or you can visit the website, cmariawall.com. Our number is 202-618-2556. And as I said, this and all of our programs, both virtual and real world, are sponsored by the Wall Foundation Incorporated. That's an IRS-approved and recognized 501c3 nonprofit here in the United States. If you need us, reach out. We have so many ways. Do a search for me. See Maria Wall, Shauna G, Shauna Gunter. Um, Focus Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. Focus Females Global Chat Cafe. Look us up. You will find us. You will find us. Just Google us. We are there. We are here for you. So again, until next time, thank you for being here. Look forward to you seeing you again next week. And until then, be well, be blessed. I'm C. Maria Wall here with, um, and Allie B. says, this has been great. Looking forward to the next, to next Saturday. So thank you, my dear, for being here. Welcome to everyone. We have a little less than 90 seconds. So as we begin, we will end with Tori Lee's Good Music. Hope to see you all soon. Have a great remainder of this weekend and an awesome week coming. 
We'll catch up with the motivation and inspirations next week for sure. And until then, be well, be blessed, and we will see you soon. I get lost in your words, it feels so good when I'm hurt, take my mind off of the pain, love when the beat takes me away with only good music, oh, 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 with only good music, something about the things you said stays in my It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.